When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. So what did we do over the weekend? Anything good? Yeah, worked a ton. Watched the Vikings kick a little ass. Yeah, that was a good game. Kind of yeah. get their ass kicked a little too, though. Yeah, it was yeah, very weird, <laughs> weird vibe. But it was probably the most impressive win I think I've seen from the Vikings, just given all the circumstances. So now I was at, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Ethan, my grandson's birthday party was yesterday. Mm-hmm. His birthday's the seventh tomorrow, along with mine. But he celebrated on the weekend, of course. So the whole family's over there, both sides, mom's family, dad's family, the whole deal. So I was watching it off and on. So what happened with the quarterback? Did the second string quarterback get hurt too, or did he, he just suck? Yeah. So the <clears throat> Jaron Hall, who's I guess technically our third string quarterback, or was, was trying to run in for a touchdown, uh, got tackled, hit his head on the turf, and oh. got a concussion. Oh. So he was out. And then Dobbs, who is was uh, added to the team 20 minutes ago, yep. he now gets thrown in the game. And essentially talking to, or well, not talking to, but hearing KOC in his press conferences. <laughs> So at the 15-second mark before the play, the headset in his helmet cuts out. So KOC would call the play. He would repeat it to the players in the huddle. Then KOC would translate and be like, hey, here's what you're going to do. You're going to look over here. If that's right. not open, just turn and run. And so essentially the entire game was Josh Dobbs running for his life and hurtling people and diving into the end zone. Well, that's good. We'll talk a lot more about that in about six, seven minutes when uh... – well, you know who's going to be on is Phil Mackey. Yeah. Ooh. So he should know a little bit about football. Um, I don't know that I've ever celebrated a birthday for a grandson on November 5th where it was 57, 58, yeah, 60 Did you guys go to the beach? Yeah, we should have gone to the beach. <laughs> Man, it was nice yesterday. Yeah, it feels wrong <clears throat> for it to be <laughs> it this nice. Wrong. It does. Like, I feel like winter is just going to be hellacious. <laughs> No, they said, said it's going to be an easy winter. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Good. Look, you have to understand something. As long as we've got 7.5 billion people over in the Eastern Hemisphere destroying the world, it'll be nice here. Yes. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Score one for the Britster. <clears throat> the Britster. Britster. Can we change your name in the Working corner? on a nickname yeah. over here. Okay. Um, How would you was... score one for Britster on that? I just like the heat. Um, how was the birthday party? Did you uh, did he get any fun presents? He got a lot of fun presents, and that kid had so much fun because he gets along with Vaughn and Sage really well. He and Sage, apparently Andy and Melissa entered a uh, raffle a couple of months ago, and they won a, a, a little kid tractor with a trailer in the home. Mm-hmm. It's really Ooh. cool. So they stored that in the garage until, uh, or the, they have a storage shed. They put that in the storage shed until his birthday. They wanted it about two, three months ago, something like that. But they won, they won half a cow and a tractor. Dang. And that's, yeah. The, what raffle were they signing up for? It was the like water town. raffle type small town thing? Oh, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. Andy doesn't like anybody to know where he lives. So. Oh. No, it was not. It was. Boise, Idaho. Water free town. That's what, yeah, it was Boise, Idaho. <laughs> that's exactly what it was right there, lady. No, it was a day of joy because I was with my whole family and Melissa's whole family and some friends. Officer Dave came to the birthday party because he's a copper out that way. And he's working security, though, right? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I did notice one thing about Officer Dave. Now, you've met Officer Dave. Oh, absolutely. I just wanted to make sure because Mm -hmm. I look over 
we're watching the Viking game, and I look over, and Officer Dave is standing next to this grandfather clock, mm -hmm. and he's bigger than the clock. <laughs> I mean, he's taller and wider than the clock. He's I'm like, a, holy crap. He is a small, like, pole shed <laughs> just walking around the world. I mean, honestly, I looked over, and I was like, what the hell? Yep. 6'4", what about 3'10", 3'20", something like that? And it's probably on the small side. Yeah. That's probably yeah, it's selling it short. And that would be zero fat, too, by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> no, if he, like I said, if he pulls you over, you just admit to the crime. I just get out the car, <laughs> go sit in the back of his squad car, and it's a, it's a wrap. Perfect example, though, of another copper out there could not be a nicer guy. Mm -hmm. He's just a great guy. This whole idea that all cops are evil. When are we ever going to get over that? All of this group, well, you went through it. Back 150 years ago, you yeah. know. Yeah. All black people are evil. Oh, by the way, what did I see yesterday that I, you got to watch? Except they drop the big N constantly. It's, it's young black men, and they call each other the big N constantly. What the hell was it? It was really good. I'll, I'll remember. Okay. It was really good. <clears throat> but in any case, you know, it was a wonderful day. The weather was spe spectacular. Look, when I'm around my family, I love that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's nothing better. That's awesome. Is that because my family was not close when I was a kid that I need that? I think that probably pay, plays a big role. Probably. That's what I would think anyway. You, but you, uh, <clears throat> you like yearn for that. You're like you're. Yes. Mm -hmm. You, know, you yep. didn't have that as much later or earlier in your life, so you're looking to make up for it almost. Yeah, I think that's probably what the case is. But we just had a wonderful time. I mean, everybody had a great time. Uh, no, nobody being a pain in the ass. Uh, it just. It was just a great day. Beautiful That's awesome. weather. <clears throat> yeah, it's nice to have those on a Sunday. And then, of course, we're all going to Campiello tomorrow night for dinner because Campiello's closing. Oh. What the hell? When is it closing? Uh, January 1st, I believe. <clears throat> or January 3rd, because I think they're going to have a New Year's Eve dinner there. It'll be their final dinner or something like that. But Larry D'Amico, I'm pissed off at you. I love that restaurant. Don't be closing her down. Because somebody's birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, and you're right. It's Ethan's birthday tomorrow. So, so. it's Tom's birthday, and, Ethan, or, and uh, Brittany decided to give you a gift. She's not going to be on the show tomorrow. Yeah, there's so your gift. Welcome. Here, Tom, you'll, you'll like nothing better than this. <laughs> I think I only have two Tuesdays left, maybe three that oh, I won't be on. Go ahead and grab a handful. You monster. Not a problem. <laughs> well, that's so weird. Did you just pull up the enrollments like site for her school? Are you trying to get her in more classes, Tom? Yeah. I was trying to sign her up, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, let's do 30 credits next semester. What do you say? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, I was just telling, we got, uh, I don't want to get too deep in any subjects because we got Phil coming up in about three minutes or two minutes now. Um, I have never been the guy who can stay asleep. Never, mm -hmm. not even since I was a little kid. I wake up right in the and then when I started doing mornings, it got worse. Yeah, because now I still wake up every day at three fifteen, every day because I did for thirty seven years, right? Yep. You know, I don't work with assholes anymore, but so that's a good part of it. See, I just threw that in to be a prick. You know what I mean? That, that's actually I a compliment. Us, that's yeah. the yeah, nicest thing you've said to us. I yeah. did give you a compliment. What the hell am I thinking? You're off your game today. Yeah. <clears throat> I really am. <laughs> that's because I slept last night. I got. You guys ever heard of this? It's called Zaleplon. Zaleplon. Z-A-L-E-P-L-O-N. But the problem with this stuff is, is you can only take it for a short while, and then you got to stop taking it. Mm. So is there a non-prescription, non-harmful alternative to this? Because I can't find one. I'm sure there is, but they always have mixed reviews. Like you'll see people have melatonin spray that you can spray on your pillow. Oh, yeah, that's right. To help you right. stay asleep or yeah. just random things. <clears throat> i got to find something non-prescription that helps me stay asleep because this stuff works. Man, God, it works. Because I woke up this morning at 3.15. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. God, not again. I took one of these, slept all the way till about 6.30. Damn. So i got to find a, a one that I can take. There's got to be something like this I can take every night, don't you think? You can't do this. I know that. They yeah. don't want you taking it because apparently you turn into a drug addict or something. I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, you know, minor <laughs> side effects. Yeah, no you big deal. Look at like Dave Chappelle from his one skit and just <laughs> scratching him. <laughs> is that Tyrone Biggums? Yeah. Get any more of that uh, uh, Zaleplon? <laughs> yeah, okay. I have such great, great listeners and great friends. Well, I think heroin would work. Yeah, thanks. Right. Thank oh, you. my <laughs> God, Tom. So I literally wrote working. a paper last night. We'd write about the opioid cry, uh, epidemic. Oh, really? 
and they sent us this video and they were like it was like 51,000 Americans die a year from oh opioid God. overdose. And then I realized this video was from 2015. So I was like, oh, I should find something really? newer and hope that like things get better. <laughs> nope. And 2022 was 80,000. Oh my oh, gosh. Jesus. That's more. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I think this is still accurate. That's more than uh, car accidents and gun violence combined. Jeez. Indeed. God, it's so sad, isn't it? It's so sad. But let me ask you a question, and I know we only got a couple of seconds here, but I got to ask you a question about this because it's a situation where um, people are getting worse to one another. People are so incredibly mean to one another right now. What are we going to do about that? I mean, instead of sitting down, why don't we talk about Israel and Palestine? We'll schmoo. I'll fly over. I'll host it. I'll get up there and tell a couple of jokes. Two Palestinians walk into a bar, you know what I mean? Let me tell you. That would be the most <clears throat> horrific comedy show what? or difficult I didn't even crowd. finish a joke. No. Okay, ready? Hey, let me tell you. Two, two Palestinians walk into a bar. One turns the other and goes, Jew eat? No, Jew. Oh, God. Everybody no. wins. The Palestinians oh, win. The Jews win. God. That's how it should be. Let's have a laugh and get off your ass and work together. God, right, no. that if you yeah, if you could get even one laugh out of a room that was half Palestinian, <laughs> half that'd be Jewish, a little difficult. That, be, yeah. that does make me very sad, though. Again, because I grew up in North Minneapolis, yeah. I was around people all my whole life. I just it just makes me so. And it's this can't really be just about religion. It cannot. Be. I don't know, but also, <clears throat> who would you call to set up a USO type tour for comedians over to go to Palestine or? The Gaza Strip, or I just do it myself. I'll handle it. You just it. Yeah, book yourself a Delta <laughs> flight over there. And you know, we're just gonna give you a fake uh, Zoom link, and you're gonna we're gonna tell you that's the audience, and you're just gonna be doing it to just like me and AJ at home, and we'll just like prevent some we'll, world war happening. We'll pipe I, in some crowd noise or something. <laughs> some I just got noise. I just got an uh, an audio message from Hamas that said, "Tom, come on over. We have a great place called Chuckle Hut." No. What do you no. think? No, you're not believing. You're not. You're not buying it. And I'm also no, not 100 no, percent no. sure that that's a Palestinian accent. Well, <laughs> you might have a point there. You know, the accuracy just, is blurry at best. You might need to iron out a few details. This might be a good time to segue to Phil Mackey. Oh, Phil! Did you let me host the show, there, Buster? <laughs> Jesus, Palomino. No, let me ask you a question about that. Yep. See right there. Vikings win yesterday. Can't the Jews and Palestinians come together over that? Hey, the Vikings won. I think we can all agree that yesterday was an exhilarating, enthralling victory, yes. regardless of which corner of the planet or which religion or which belief system you subscribe to. Yes. yes. It's absolutely true, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, speaking of that, i got to do this right now because this is so cool. And by the way, thank you so much. You guys have been amazing responding to this. The Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell tour on Saturday, November 18th. And you can see them with me in my suite. Catherine will be there, too. To want to just go to Tom Bernard app or the web site at TomBernardShow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 8, 10, 9, 10, and 10, 10. Email us back by midnight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. Uh, and you can win. Today's uh, qualifier, name for the Eagles with my, me in my suite, is Todd O'Connor from Coon Rapids. Todd O'Connor. Email us by midnight tonight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. And by the way... Congratulations to our first two winners from last week. We've had two announcements, already two. We're a hot batting 1,000%. Um, so here's the deal. Congratulations to our first two winners from last week. Jackie Vick and Aaron Pace emailed us back. They and their guests will join me in my suite to see the Eagles. That's on November 18th. Be a winner. We're going to have a ball. So, yeah, sign up, hop on, win the tickets. What more could you ask for? Okay, so, yeah, thank you again to Jackie Vick and Aaron Pace. You guys were great. And, yeah, immediate responses, which I really love. Um, <clears throat> okay, moving on to sports. I want to get the bad part out of the way, and then we'll talk to Vikings, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. not bad. I'm trying to think of what the bad part could be after this <laughs> I great didn't... weekend of uh, uh, talking about the Gophers. I mean, uh... <laughs> maybe. <laughs> You might be right about that. It's exactly what I'm right? talking I had a about. Great time at the game, uh, you know, getting buzzed on Saturday. I, I didn't see what happened at the end. I left a, a little uh -huh. early to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so I... did the defense. So the defense <laughs> left early too. Um, I didn't even know you went to North High School. 
I didn't. I went to Buffalo High School. No, you didn't. I'm looking at your shirt, and that's exactly how they spell victory at North High School. Oh, okay. <laughs> V-I-K-T-O-L-Y. This is my Illinois Illini Victory Monday shirt today. Yes. Okay, that works for me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> a question I have. Now, I never played football other than we played tackle football, but not for an organized team. There was mm-hmm. no equipment or that stuff. You would just right. smoke some guy. Right. Playing in the street. <clears throat> Playing in the street or in the meadow or some. You used to love to play in the snow, by the way. Tackle football in the snow oh, yeah. is phenomenal. It's the greatest because there's a lot of alcohol involved. But anyway, moving forward, uh, I think PJ should be fired. I really do. Wow. Yes. I love this. I love this take. I do not I, I don't, understand. I don't know if I fully agree, but I love <clears throat> I love the hot take on a Monday morning here from you. This is Phil. This is great. All you got to do. How many How many guys have to be on the line in a college football game? For you talking about for the, the defense? defense yeah. Zero. Nobody. Nobody. Why don't you go down to the twenty yard line, put f- five guys there, and then at the ten yard line put six guys there because you ain't getting by me to score a touchdown. It Why is. didn't you just do that? Yeah. It, well, because wasn't the touchdown scored with about 40 seconds left or something like that? Yeah, there was yeah, 54 like, yeah, seconds when the game, seconds. the clock started. Yeah. Which, by the way, is way too much time to leave a P.J. Fleck offense. I'm shocked <laughs> that they, they march right back down the field and score a game winner. But, you know, I think what's getting kind of annoying here is after these losses, and it used to be that there was like maybe one of these a year. Remember when he lost to Bowling Green oh, one yeah. year when yep. they were like 35-point favorites? And it's like, all right, well, it is, you know, it's 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 not, we're not talking about, uh, you know, Ohio State here. They're going to lose some games. It's the Gophers. But now it's like two or maybe three of these losses a year. The Northwestern yes. game, you're yes. up by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And after all of these losses, he comes out, P.J. Fleck, and he says, hey, uh, here's what went wrong. Like, I'm going to throw the safeties under the bus. we got to be back further. But at the end of the day, it's coaching, so it's on me. It is 100% on Okay, but, like, where's the the accountability? I don't know. Mark Coyle was sitting in the the back row. So where I'm torn on this is I think he's – I think he's the second best gopher football coach since Murray Warmath in the 1960s. I think Glenn, Glenn Mason taking the program yes. from nothing and yep. making it relevant is the best coach. Um, and then P.J. Fleck. So the last time when you fired Glenn Mason, you whiffed on the hire and went yes. into like a 10-year. You hired mm-hmm. used car, greasy used car salesman Tim Brewster, right? So I don't know. I'm mad at P.J. I'm disappointed but I need to know who would replace him before I go crazy and fire him. But I, I love where you're. I love the, the take on a Monday morning. This is great. I'm fed up with this guy losing games. He had that game in the bag. There is no way you let a guy get behind you in that situation. No way. Right. And it he split so the defense right down the middle. It was, it was so obvious what was going to happen. That was their backup quarterback that came in too. He went <laughs> three for three for like 85 yards and a touchdown. I to love the, the Gophers. I have since I was a little boy. Whether it's go for basketball, go for football, whatever it is, I've always loved that. That school sucks at all sports now. Every sport they suck. Okay, the basketball team. <clears throat> yeah. So my wife oh. and I went over. They played uh, like an exhibition game against You're... McAllister, which is, and by the way, friends with the, the head coach Abe at McAllister, and he does an amazing job. The student section brought like 200 kids. They treated it. McAllister at the barn treated it like an NCAA tournament game. Mm-hmm. They were hyped for every basket. But that is that is a Big Ten basketball team against a Division three school, right? The Gophers didn't take a lead in that game until the six-minute mark of the first half. Yeah. It's inexcusable. It There's is. no – and I get it. McAllister has a kid that is probably going to be playing Division one next year. But – the rest of the team is not going to be playing Division One no. next year, <laughs> and no, I guess the Gophers were play- missing two of their top six players, but they should have been able to beat that team handily, missing six of their six best players. Because it's again the talent so, yes. discrepancy is just so vast <laughs> in college sports that it should have been no contest. I just thought of something, Phil, and I have to ask Brittany if she was on the show. The last time we had a uh, gopher football coach on the queue was Jerry Kill. Do you remember when you, think, you weren't there then? No, I don't think so. Why? What happened? He, the man has no sense of humor at all, first of all. 
So he's sense. on there. And I'm joking around. Well, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I do to you guys. I'm not going to mm, be nice yeah. to you. I'm going to make fun of you, and you're going to make fun of me, and we're going to take shots. Yeah, he's easily offended. Well, he's easily offended. I said, let me ask you a question. Aren't you glad there aren't phone books anymore? And he goes, what? I said, aren't you really glad there aren't phone books anymore? He goes, why? What are you talking about? I said, well, in the phone book, your name would be Kill Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did not see the humor in that at all. Did he, oh he, did, did he hang up? What happened? No, he just, that, he kind of wrapped it up. Yeah, that was, that was the end of it. It's yeah. like, come on, it would be Kill Jerry. Your name is Jerry Kill. Yeah. yeah. He was, you know, he came, okay, when he got, so he kind of got like, you know, ran out of the, the coaching yeah. booth there because yeah. of his health issues and. And so when uh, I think it was, he wanted Tracy Clays to become the head coach. The you know his guy Tracy and the and the, yeah. they said now we're going to move on and search for somebody else. He came on our show for forty five minutes the day after that decision was made. We asked him two questions, maybe three, and he just cut a vein for forty five minutes about. <laughs> I'm never stepping foot back on that campus ever again. You know, I do me and my staff like this. And, of course, he did come back as the coach of, was it New Mexico or New Mexico yep. State? Oh, that's right. And yeah. I think the Gophers beat them pretty handily last year or two years ago. He was dreadful. How did they ever hire that loser? You know, he was a good coach, though. Like, he? he actually won some games, and they, you know, they went they, they went a Holiday Bowl once, I'm pretty sure. That's, that's a high watermark for the Gopher football program. Do you find it painful that it's been – you know, only about 62 years since they won the national championship. <laughs> but whenever a Wisconsin Badgers fan talks trash to you, right, you can say, hey, we have eight national championships yeah. in our trophy case. You guys have none. Well, the so 1930s. You smell like cheese. You smell like cheese. You'll never sing that. Yes, I love that. That's a good take. All right, now I'll get out of your way because uh, you have other sports to talk about, like, oh, professional football, things like that. Yes, Purple Daily will be uh, a celebration today of the Josh Dobbs era of Vikings football. Jesus, so that, was, that looked good, man. Introducing himself to his teammates for the first time and completing a fourth-quarter comeback. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I, uh, we enjoyed it, I'll tell you. I did not give them much of a chance to win that game, and he stepped up and got it. And I think it was a lot on him, wasn't it, that victory? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he had... Uh, so uh, ESPN has a quarterback metric called QBR. It's just their version of, like, passer rating in context of who your opponent is. Right. He posted the highest single-game QBR of the week of any quarterback. Really? And the second highest single-game QBR that a Vikings quarterback has put up in three years. Kirk Cousins has the other one, obviously, from the Green Bay game. So it was legitimately <laughs> one of the most impressive considering all things, too. Yeah. He was, uh, he was telling the offensive line – what his snap count cadence was on the sidelines Love before he went in. All right, guys, here's how I call for the football. Love it. Gather yeah. around the fire. Well, because this week in practice, they expected Jaron Hall to obviously play the entire game. So he hasn't. He didn't take any reps. He didn't. He doesn't no. even know the plays. He probably doesn't even know his teammates' names. And so Kevin O'Connell is literally translating the offense. And Josh, it looked like backyard football. Him yeah. just running around trying to make plays happen. It was impressive. Yeah. And was one of the first plays was a safety. That he came in for. Oh, it got right. off to a bad yeah. start. Like, it was about as bad as it could have been. Safety, a fumble. Yeah, yeah. I was told. I was told, first personally, that the for the franchise would crumble without Kirk Cousins. That Kirk Cousins was the glue to all things Vikings football no. going back sixty years. And so, no. No, thank no. thankfully that wasn't necessarily the case. That uh, he he wasn't the glue that held everything together. Was I think it? he's a good quarterback, but I don't think he's that good. No. And I don't want to disparage him. He's no, recovering from no, Achilles' no, surgery. He's a good quarterback, but you know the the train moves forward. Phil, just remember, you asked for this. You wanted this. Remember? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all I saw all, all such, day yesterday. People are assholes. That's yeah. I, I remember took that. that. Well, took that very well. I thought I really did. So, who got coming up next week? I don't even know. Uh, it's a home game against the New Orleans Saints. They're a tick better than the Atlanta Falcons. And now you'll yeah, have like not much, though. <clears throat> the sort of the high, the, the high of, you know, okay, let's win one for Kirk. We got our Kirk T-shirts on. Right. Now, now you're going to settle in and, and probably have a – I mean, it was a tough win yesterday, but you're playing a better team in the Saints, so we'll see. But it's a home game. The crowd should be uh, lubed up and festive. 
lubed up. What do you mean by lubed up? What do you mean by that? Responsibly, of course. Responsibly mm-hmm. lubed up. A little yeah. Do you think the new quarterback has uh, flashcards he's making with their faces and names on yes. the back? Yes, 100%. You know, he is, so he's an yeah. aerospace engineer. He's one of the smartest players what? in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He'll yeah. be fine. He has what? learned five offensive systems in two years. He's been with five different teams since the start of the 2022 season. So. Yeah. He told the coaches on Friday, he's like, I know I haven't had any practice reps and I've been here for literally 48 hours, but everything you've given me so far, you can run it in the game and we'll be fine. And they did. And they won. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what kind of listeners we have to this show. And if I'm in a really good mood and, you know, I just hop on and go, hey, Vikings won a great game, blah, 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 blah. Guy texts me back or emails me back or whatever the hell they do. I don't even know how they respond. But, uh, Dom, yeah, I... Uh, I know you've been chirping about how much you love the Vikings, all that stuff. You're a big NFL fan. Did you know that just three years ago, Jim Kick died? I'm like, what? Why would Who? you? First of all, why would you tell me that? Who the hell is Jim Kick? Oh, Jim Kick and Larry Zonka? They won. Oh, Larry Zonka. What a you, legend. You, well, Jim Kick was the other guy. Oh, was he? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And apparently he died at 70. But why would you tell me that? I don't want to know that. Yeah, Larry Zonka man with that little the helmet bar that came yes. down over his nose. Yes. too. caterpillar right uh, on the lip. Just <laughs> yep. he would, he that's was amazing. barreling right for there. hitting holes for the mm-hmm. dolphins like nobody's business. Well, he also died three years ago. That's what he said. Nineteen twenty. Oh. Wait, he'll pay attention. No. A lot of times on shows. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like it wasn't. Saying, but know. it wasn't like breaking news. He didn't need to text you today. No, he just like, wanted to annoy me. That's oh, okay. why I was like, the only reason was just how could I annoy Tom because I know he was a big Zonka kick guy. I was too, and I know they kicked the Vikings' ass, but I was still that that team undefeated that season. That's pretty. Yeah, and they've been place. popping champagne every year since. <laughs> the last team, exactly. The last team loses. All right, Buster. I guess you got to get ready for uh, for your Purple Daily because you'll be surrounded. You'll be overwhelmed with listeners. Right, so we'll be popping our own champagne today. It'll be you great. We'll be. talk to you guys on Friday. Thank you, sir. <laughs> See ya. Phil Mackey, Score North, ladies and gentlemen, Purple Daily, whatever you need. We'll take a break. Be right back. Yeah, but anyway, I, I, that's what a listener's been doing me now for 53 years. Oh, yeah, Tom? Well, I know you like this, so let me just yeah. tell you something. They just have a running list of all your favorite people. and <laughs> Pretty as they much. Die, yeah. That's Jesus pretty much true. Christ. And they let you know about it three years after mm-hmm. the fact. Yeah, three years later. But, you know, but Larry Zonka, I'm glad that a guy as young as you knew the importance of Larry Zonka. That guy was amazing. It's funny, actually, because in college, me and my buddies used to watch this thing called Mystery Science Theater Theater 3000 Mm -hmm. or whatever. The local show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But there's one episode, I can't remember what it was, but like they just bring Larry Zonka was like an inside joke. And so me and my buddies have been like diehard Larry Zonka fans really? for that one reason for like the past six years. Why yeah. was he an inside joke? I don't because they were still pissed off at him. No, somebody somebody like in the old movie looked like Larry Zonka and they, oh. like, they kept bringing it up. So they're like, oh no, Larry Zonka died. Oh. <laughs> no, no. And so yeah, uh, I know a, a weird amount of it, Larry Zonka facts. Me and Andy went and saw Sharknado. Sharknado. With- with uh, Mystery Science Theater doing like a live show, you know how they do like, and yeah, then they simulcast yep. it at yeah. some mall. We saw it at some theater, but yeah, I love we Mystery Science Theater is everything, and they grab onto some niche thing and then just yep. keep going on and on. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Who are the two guys that started Mystery Science Theater? We've had them on KQ. I mean, we yeah, had them on have. a million times. I forget. Yeah, who their the hell name. was that again? Jim. Oh God, I can't remember. We'll take a break. After the break, we'll figure out who the hell who it was. That that was a great idea, though. I wish it was still. It's Joel not Joel Hodgson. Joel Hodgson. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly who it was. Really, really funny guy. Really, very smart. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Well, great news the My Pillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. 
Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, five. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contract consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Why does he do that? He's one of a kind, that's why. Josh Arnold! Should I do that? (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) You might have to get clearance from Josh on that one. Yeah, Josh. Tom, don't do that to me. Uh, I'm just here to tell you. That's great. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold, investment consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I am Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, what the hell are you staring at, Eggert? I, I I, you made a face. That's the first time I've ever seen you make a face. I love it. I was it. making my scary face there at the end. It was unbelievable. Good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. So I, I, I've been champing at the bit to talk to you this morning. I want you to know that. Do tell. Uh, because <clears throat> am I just paranoid, or are we on the verge of World War III? Uh, <laughs> I, this is getting scary, Chris. It's getting I, very, I, I very scary. I agree, hundred percent. Jesus, it, it's, it's super scary. It's, 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 it's not even. I, I, I don't know. It, it's just not good. None you of what, it is. You know what so. amazes me about things like this, and it, it, it always has. Uh, human beings' reaction to anything like that is always the wrong one. So in other words, what I'm saying is, uh, and I'm not just singling these two groups out, it's just that they're involved in this right now. What basically Israel 
and Palestine are doing right now is proving to people that there is no God. Now, I'm not saying there isn't a God, but the fact that you two are fighting and killing people in God's name is way out of line. Wouldn't you agree with that? You don't yeah. have to. No, you don't have to. Uh, well, there's, there at all. there's, I don't think anybody can look at what's going on there and like none of it's good. No. What, what started initially, the terror attack in Israel is not good. The response, I mean, nobody wants to see thousands and thousands of people die. And, and That's to correct. your point, what's frightening is you see this world order and people lining up and countries lining up and, I, I don't know. I just hope that everybody can keep their cool about them. God, I, I mean, obviously so. the situation there is what it is, but everybody else stay out of it enough to let them. But I, I, I don't know. Is that ever going to, is that ever happened? Is that, I mean, no, and I, I didn't want to drag you into anything, but well, it's just, why do people always go the exact opposite way they should? If you both have a huge faith in God, it is time to come together and focus on the greater good, the goodness, God, whatever you want to call him, her, them, whatever. I would think it's time to come together, not kill one another. I mean, it makes no sense to me. And, you know, um, Israel is in maintaining, and they, and they, and um, Netanyahu's done a good job of, well, not a good job, but. I know what um, you're saying. He's been very front and center comparing this to 9-11 and saying nobody, yes. when. When this happened to the United States, nobody was going to convince the United States otherwise of what they felt they needed to do at the time. And so, I, you know, you, you'll keep hearing that from him. Um, uh, and, you know, the Palestinians are going to do what they do, which is put human, you know, keep the Hamas people in areas where there's um, civilians everywhere. I mean, that's mm -hmm. their whole strategy. They've always... They've always fought with that strategy, so yeah. I, I know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not trying to get anybody to take sides in this or whatever, but it seems to me that if this is truly about faith, which it is, I mean, that's what it's all about, I would go the other route and go, hey, look how well this is working, because I will throw a stat at you, and then we'll move on to much more positive news, because this is not a very positive stat. During World War II, there were 2.2 billion people on the planet Earth. There are now almost four times that many people in just a short 80 years. That's pretty amazing. Uh, World War II, okay? 2.2 billion people on Earth. That war killed 73 million people. Did you know that? 73 wow. million people died during World War II. If that same thing happens again with the number of people on Earth now uh, at 8.2 billion 300 million people will be killed. Do we really want to do that? 300 million will die if this goes forward. It's just too much. So sorry to make you sad, but I want people to know the stats. These are real stats. This is the truth. This has got to end. And we as a, as a planet need to come together and go, you're going to destroy the planet if we don't get away from all this. Let's get together at the table. Let's stop making money on the national news. You guys don't do it on the local news, but the national news is making so much money off of this conflict, it is unbelievable. So could we take the, our focus off making money and report the news? How about that? What do you say? Right? Okay, now moving on to local news. What kind of happy <laughs> shit you got going on? I'm just I'm giving you the stats. These are stats that stand no, up, baby. I that's true. It's so freaking awful. It's, it's hard horrible. To, I mean, it's it's so hard to talk about. And I know, I, <clears throat> but we got to take it on. But that doesn't mean you can stick your head in the sand nope. and, and and pretend that nothing's happening there. So, Can't run and hide, um, man. <clears throat> I, so uh, nothing is happening locally. Obviously, it's going to come to any um, <laughs> level oh. of importance of um, what's happening in the Middle East right now. But what were you saying, Tom? I have a good question for you. I think it's a good yeah. question. Yeah. T.K. Simmons, he's uh, the director at the Brooklyn Center Salvation Army. Yeah. T.K. Simmons, you know him? I think I know him, but uh, his name sounds very familiar. I saw him on the news last night. Did we interview him because yeah. they had rebuilt yep. after that fire? Yeah. See, look at that. All I ever do is support Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Thank That's you. how I'd like to point that out. You Thank know what you I mean? for your support. 
But T.K. Simmons was talking about the fact, and they still don't know why somebody burned the old chapel down. It's a Salvation Army chapel, and somebody burned it. It's and like, they what? Fr- and they used freaking donated coats to yeah. like, start the fire, which That's is correct. even more messed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I would love to have T.K. Simmons on the show and just thank him for, for standing up and getting there. It, the place looks beautiful. The people are ecstatic that their chapel is back open again. Salvation Army does an amazing job. So if we can track down T.K., that'd be great. I would love to. And don't get a hold of Tom Kelly. Hey, crack man, they got the wrong TK. What do you think? <laughs> I would like to have both Tom Kelly's and or, uh, and TKs, and, uh, both TKs. TKs, and we could do a blind uh, test to see if we could tell which one was which. That'd be fun. Okay, I will say one more thing, and I'll get off it because it's very. It made me tear up. The gratitude that those people have that their chapel is back because of TK Simmons. He busted his ass to make sure that thing got rebuilt. And the people were just overwhelmed with gladness and happiness. It was wonderful to see. Well, uh, particularly as we approach the winter months, right? Like oh, it's yeah. so important for there to yep. be places, shelters, <laughs> and um, you know, organizations like that who are providing for people. Yep. And uh, yeah, as, as we know, that's common. Although, uh, according to the forecast, we're like we're looking unusually warm, like for the next two weeks. Which I'm not, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not mad about that. It was, it. was it 60 yesterday, some places? I was told it got I'm up to 60 sure. in a couple of sure. I didn't see what the high was yesterday, but I know like early this morning it was like mid 50s, which felt super warm out. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's 52 right now. 52, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad for November 6th. No, it was great. It was like t shirt weather, you know what I'm saying? It's, I do know exactly what you're saying, so. So, um, I'd like to address um, something that was brought up in the last segment. Um, Phil no, Mackey. I told you already, we're not getting rid of Brittany. I don't care how many times you insist. I wasn't at that meeting. What? <laughs> Why would we invite you to your own termination meeting? <laughs> Just to rub it. You got to wait till after the show. You yeah, got to get the You're right. You got to get the last, right. the last shift out of them first. <laughs> Anyway, You're more. never going to get fired before the shift because that would be great. You'd be like, yeah. all right, well, I guess I don't have to work today. I've been I mean, fired before I'm, shifts. <clears throat> if I if I was going to get fired, fired on a Monday is better than fired on a Friday. True. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a very good point. Uh, are we really, 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 really um, ready to proclaim Josh Dobbs as the second coming no. of our Lord and Savior? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I like that take, though. But, I mean, it was great yesterday, but... Every, I'm like, everybody's lost their mind. Like, you guys have seen this movie before 10 billion times, right? Yep. We know how this goes. Yeah, I'd, like, it should still sort of be a discussion, should we start Jaron Hall? Because he looked good. He looked calm, poised in the first two yeah. drives until he got hurt. But, yeah, to now all of a sudden, you know what? Everything's fine. We've got Josh Dobbs that's going to lead us to this playoffs yeah, and Super Bowl. Like, ah, I don't know. Cousins, schmuzzins, who cares if, about him? If every game goes the way yesterday's did as far as the fumbles and the safety and, you know, missing players because he just doesn't have any timing with anybody, we're going to lose more often than we're going to win. For sure. And you know that, Tevin, um, as a player, like – it is probably hard to defend somebody like him when you know he doesn't really know the play. So the guy's like, he's unpredictable, right? Like, yeah. So the opponents, whoever we're playing, they don't really have – I mean, they've seen him play before and he played in Arizona or whatever. But mm-hmm. somebody who's, like, running blind like that, it's very – very hard to, to be able to defend somebody like that, right? right? Yeah, when he doesn't even know what is going on. Because I'm sure that they called a play and his read was, all right, you're going to th- either throw it to TJ Hawkinson or good luck and just run. Because that you can't defend that. And especially if you're a bad Falcons team, it's, yeah, if, once we start playing better opponents, we'll, we're going to drop more games. But the one nice thing is the team around him played extremely hard. Like they just, sure. there was no quit in the team. It was 100%. We're going to will ourselves to victory, whatever it takes. So I think that's the most positive thing we can take from. Uh, no, and like game. I hope it. I mean, listen, what a great story that would be, right? Like mm-hmm. he comes in, we end up making a run after that horrid start to the season. I think it'd be awesome. I'm just like, I'm like, come on, everybody. <laughs> no, the, 
calm down a little bit, all right? The support for Josh Dobbs has been overwhelming. And there was, a, I saw on, I believe it was Twitter, X, whatever now, um, somebody shaved their head I, and eyebrows because Josh I Dobbs. I that. That was so funny. The guy's like shaving his eyebrows. He's like. Yeah. What? So Josh Dobbs has alopecia. So, oh, okay. And so okay. one of the fans was like, you know what? In support of Josh Dobbs, I'm shaving my head bald and shaving off my eyebrows. Remember the great Martin Short bit about that? Duh. Oh, who is the band leader again for David Letterman? Uh, oh. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, yeah. So he has Martin Short played, uh, remember he put on the fat suit and he played, played a very heavy interviewer. <laughs> What the hell was Martin? Oh Church? yeah, yeah, uh, Glick. Uh, yeah. Jiminy Glick. Yeah, Jiminy Glick. Yeah. That's exact. So Jiminy Glick is interviewing Paul Schaefer, and he's looking at him. And Paul Schaefer stops talking, and Martin Short, Jiminy Glick, does not respond. He sits there for about three three seconds, and he looks at him and he says, "I know you have to understand something. If you don't know who Paul Schaefer is, Paul Schaefer is a very bald guy. He's one of those guys that shaves his head and yep. all the rest of it." Uh -huh. So. Jiminy Glick looks at him on national television. He goes, you know, I've got to tell you, that alopecia is a tough road to hoe. <laughs> that is so cold. That's God, was that funny. That's alopecia, way before the old uh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, resurgence. Yes. Alopecia talk. Alope you guys know what alopecia is? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You lose no. all your <laughs> alopecia is a tough road to hoe. <laughs> God, Martin Short is so funny. Undoubt, undoubtedly. He's Crazy all, funny dude. I like to watch montages of him on talk shows because he always brings material and makes yeah, it sound so natural. He's hilarious. He's very, very funny, no question. All right, Chris. Oh, God, you got to go. What the hell kind of world yeah, is what, this? What do I got uh, to impart the last wisdom? Um, uh, tomorrow's election day. There you go. Tomorrow's the, uh, now, have they decided who's going to be on the ballot or not? Because apparently there's some ba battle over who's going to be on the ballot and who isn't. Oh, that's the presidential stuff. That That's that's next year. This is, Oh, that's um, not even, that's not this, this round? This is like local, local elections, local referendums, lots of school referendums, like 65 different school referendums and stuff tomorrow. So uh, right. lots of council races and that kind of stuff. All righty, we'll keep an eye. So is anybody that anybody you're polling for or anything? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he um, just starts I, rapping. <laughs> I am pulling for freedom. Freedom oh, is good. Look that. at you. Yeah. Can we get an American flag <laughs> waving in the background? Maybe a bald eagle flies. Yeah. I'm, I'm pulling for freedom. <laughs> All right, Chrissy. Freedom it is, Buster. You're free yeah. until tomorrow at this same time. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. I know I've said it a million times, but I've known Chris for years and years. Showed up and did this uh, family podcast. God, I don't even know how many years ago it was. First time I ever met him, could not be a more pleasant guy. He's a very nice yeah. man. And look at how time has changed him. He's horrible now. <laughs> He's a horrible human being. Yeah. It's all downhill. It's yeah. all downhill, and we hate him now. We'd like to point that out. We will take a break and be right back with an even bigger pain in the ass. Bob Sansevier will be on right after this. No? No support for Bob? Eh, I love me some it. Bob. Leave Bob alone. I don't think I'm supposed to admit that I love Bob. Like, I think we're always supposed to be in denial that we like Bob. Whatever happened to that kid? Leave Brittany alone. Leave Bob alone. Leave Bob alone. We got to get the audio so every time she makes a mistake, you got to play, Leave Brittany alone. That, that kid right. was the only one who knew what was going on with Brittany. Look yes. what happened. He's rolling he around the, the bed crying. He was the one ahead of the curve. He was. You're absolutely right. He was. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Sansevier will join us right after this. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I am a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, and brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose, well, 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. 
Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is a time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. You never will. Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com. Schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. That's a great idea, as a matter of fact. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. Another good point. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 